FCS football podcast with Joe DeLeon. Well, let's get fat. And Sean Anderson. I am a soothsayer. Welcome back, Hacks, to today's Bad Open. Leave it. You. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> this is hey, not safe for work. I can curse if I want to. So hey, Dan, good. my man, is that a good enough open for you? Are, are we at each other's throats early enough for you? Is that is that what you're looking for in this podcast? We're, we're trying to be professional, you know, broadcasters of the FCS landscape. We're, we're not professional. Be, that's why I said trying, Joe. Yes. We're we're more Pat McAfee more than we're we're actually. I wish coherently doing. People anything. like him. <laughs> People like him, and they actually want to listen to him. Uh, yeah, you're listening to the Believe in FCS Football Podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network, uh, with two former college football players at the FCS level. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by my former roommate, roommate, former teammate at the University of Rhode Island, Mr. Sean Anderson, who is pounding Miller Lights. Like it is job, like it is his job on a Monday night, rocking the shades. How can you see a goddamn thing when it's dark out? Nobody. That was a bad voice crack. <laughs> this is a horrible open. It's dark out. Nobody can see, and you can't see, and it's just dark. Well, just you know, ahead of me is my my future, and it's so bright. I had to put the shades on. That's terrible. That's- <laughs> I hate that. I <laughs> no, so, I suck. It's so corny. Oh, I suck. So we had an f bomb. We had a terrible line, a voice crack, um, an interruption. Is that top ten of worst open that we've done on the show? Which was uh, apparently people like it, and maybe we're we're what is it uh, feeding into the listeners too much? Uh, I don't know. We're we're a pretty listener based show. We like interacting yeah. with everybody most of the time. There was a weird one this week, uh, but we're, we're pretty responsive to what the listeners want. So if <laughs> literally if one listener says, hey, I missed you guys arguing at the beginning of the show, that's how we're going to start it off. Because personally, that's my favorite part of this. Instead of trying to stumble over directional schools in the FCS, which keeps on expanding. <laughs> so this is what I'm good at <laughs> is making fun of Joe DeLeon. Well, people don't realize anyone who's been around for the uh, original Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson lore, they know that get to the point was notoriously always started with a, an argument of some sort or just random Stupid. nonsense. We never opened like a normal show. I don't think we ever intentionally did that. Well, I think, I think in the first month we did, and then we said, why it are we sucks. trying to put on this guys? Let's just, let's just go at each other. Yeah. <laughs> why tell everyone you're a good driver when you could just, hit a couple people and deal with it. Okay. Or just maybe blow four tires in a year. (laughs) I need a car with higher profile tires. We're not, we're not talking about that on this podcast. God. (laughs) All right. What are we, what are we, is this FCS? So today we're talking about Montana state Weber state, which was um, a a total. uh, What's the opposite of a barn burner? Because it was 13 to seven. (laughs) I don't know. That's a mountain burger. We're going to talk about that one. Uh, slow burn. It's, yeah, it's a slow burn. We're going to talk about that. We've got some uh, barn builder. It takes a while. Pretty boring. I, and Sean managed to put together an obnoxiously large list of fat stats when there really should only be one guy. And then we've got some really good hack honorable mentions and a really good winner this week. So we're going to get to that before we do this. Sean, can you just uh, tell our listeners 
about bet online and your uh, wonderful. Are you still on your streak? Are you, are you still? On oh no, oh, Joseph! I'm so glad you asked. I'm not. I went ice uh, cold this past Sunday. Ice cold. What's colder than being cool? Ice cold. It was a an atrocious week of betting for me. Uh, it was not good. I was not down bad, but just deflated. Uh, <laughs> but I did get a good sweat on, which is what I look for in betting. You know, it, it's not like I'm throwing down fifty dollars bets, hundred dollars bets. You don't. No one is making you do that. I, I I hope I'm not giving off the air that I'm some big baller throwing down a bunch of bets and winning a ton of money. No, I'm either turning ten dollars into eight dollar you know <laughs> winning eight dollars eight dollars or or i'm just losing ten dollars and that's what you could do also <laughs> at bet online head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus or on your first deposit just use our promo code believe 50 to receive your bonus it used to be believe now it's believe 50 for everybody out there who has not 50. yet started betting Thanks, Joe. From basketball, football, uh, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, UFC fights, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers uh, available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. I'm going to be getting sweaty tonight, too, with this Monday Night Football game. I'm going to be live betting this game. Uh, No, I'm I'm waiting for the first touchdown, and then I'm going to take the spread from there. I have, first. I have a very interesting circumstance. Oh. I had no usable running backs in fantasy football. I had to start Sony Michelle. I was destroyed by injuries this bad. And I plugged in uh, Sony Michelle and Chuba Hubbard were my starting running backs. Chuba? I should have lost this week, but my opponent completely crapped the bed because DK Metcalf didn't do anything last night. Thankfully, all I need is 20 points from Josh Allen and I win the game. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, what? What? I thought you were going to give me something gambling wise. I guess it's gambling. I have money in on Bet Online doesn't have to do anything. It doesn't have anything to do with fantasy. I'm just talking about the Monday night game. Screw you. (laughs) Screw me. Screw you. I'm trying to get some people involved in some sports betting. Get get in on the fun. Go to where the game starts. Go to Bet Online. I'm playing Josh Allen tonight, too. I need him to do well. I hope he gets one point. Speaking. I hope I lose this week. Where the game starts. Let's start the water cooler. Welcome to the water cooler. Fill up your goddamn cup, Sean, because we're thirsty over here. My voice is going to be cracking throughout this entire thing. I'm, I'm so thirsty. So, Sean, did you happen to see the URI football team was uh, uh, all over social media because given the Patriots plane to fly down to Towson, only to lose 28-7. to seven. And if you're kind of curious what I'm referring to, Robert Kraft gave permission to the University of Rhode Island football team that they could take the obnoxiously large Patriots plane up down to Baltimore so they didn't have to take an eight-hour bus ride. And Rhode Island still managed to lose 28-7. And, and, Sean, I don't think you're going to like this take that I have. And, frankly, I know no Rhode Island fans listen to this show for whatever reason. Uh, because we've received no recognition from the the media program at that school uh, for whatever reason. We but can't I, trash him too bad. Shane's still there. Shane's still there. No, I'm talking yeah, about I, the Harrington uh, School. Oh, oh, oh Harrington. I'm talking about the, Har- oh, yeah. I, the Harrington School. They don't know if we're alive or not. Uh, th- then they could care less because they're following people that do local TV news because apparently that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, boy. But this, uh, this airplane incident, I think, was... Uh, it, it was terrible. I think it was a stupid idea. I think it was a really, really dumb idea because 
a lot of our teammates and guys that are new to the team that we don't know, it turned into a, a, an Instagram photo shoot. It turned into a, hey, guys, look at us. We're on a nice NFL plane. Everybody kind of got ahead of themselves. And you could really tell by the box score and, and from talking to some guys that played in the game uh, that they really were not focused in this game. It became a distraction very quickly. Um, and I, I get trying to reward your team. Reward them for the playoffs. If you're going to do something like that, reward them for the playoffs and ask. Don't do it when you're 5-0 and and you have to go play a good Towson team. I'd have thought that was a mistake. Um, you know, it does become a distraction. It is and tough it because you want to re- reward everybody. And then I know as a lineman, I, it, it, it's like a dream to, to be on a plane like that. But it just became a bit of a distraction, and then it didn't become as much of a business trip. It became like a trip trip, like almost like a vacation where we play football. Exactly. It's better, infinitely better. I, I, I think they would have lost either way, honestly, uh, after seeing the box score, how they played. Mm-hmm. They got out coached. They got out played. It is what it is. There's not going to be any sugarcoating. And I, that's not me trashing the team or any of the players on the team. It's just how it went. We got outplayed uh, many times. We got outcoached many times, uh, more often than this team. I mean, this team had – has as many wins this year as we did our first two years at Rhode Island uh, combined. So mm-hmm. it's a situation where you look at it, you're like, oh, man, that's really cool what happened. And then it became, uh, I, I really wish they won and they could have backed that up. That That's what I'm at because, I don't know, it's, it's a bunch of college guys. You, you get excited. It's exciting. That's an exciting thing. When we saw it, we we're like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, it is a cool thing. It is a, a good thing that was done, but it ended up being a distraction. I wouldn't even say that that's something that other teams should shy away from. If you can not be on an eight-hour bus trip, that's that's the goal. Well, is there a better way to go about it? Is is there a way to and, – and, and Coach uh, Flem always said to us that, like, oh, if, if we win football games, it's easier to go argue and to get, the pl- get a plane for a long trip. Right. And I would have thought that maybe that could have been a conversation that could have been had to, to try and, you know, make things easier. But we've made multiple – seven to eight hour trips and played really good football games. And I don't, I just do that at the end of the season. I don't know why that needed to become something to do in the middle of the year. I was just disappointed because I know it's it's the CAA though, man, it happens. It could have happened. Right. That that, that game could have happened week eight at home at roadie is what I'm saying. I I can't put too much stock on the plane thing. I just can't because I agree. I mean, Villanova beat Albany by, uh, by one touchdown this last week. Isn't Villanova like infinitely better than Albany this year? They should be. Yeah. It, it it it's just not how that conference operates, and I wouldn't even say CAA is the best conference in the in the uh, nation the this right year. It, it, I wouldn't. When we started, I would have I hung my hat on that. First two years we did. This year it's not. It's it, it's not. But it's that is the type of league that it is. It's going to have uh, some Kentuckys in there that's going to stir the pot and start taking people down. It's going to have a bunch of teams in there that are just trying to win and, and be, because it's a prideful conference. So I can't blame it all on the plane, but the plane, I would say, didn't necessarily help the situation. Right. That's where I'm at here is uh, I think part of it was a distraction, but I completely agree with the, the, the point that you made uh, earlier was had they lost on the eight-hour trip, I think it. I you know we wouldn't even be talking about this, but to get the airplane and I bet you, I'm after that got on barstool and it was it was plugged around. I'm willing to bet the Towson's head coach, who his name is escaping me, probably said these guys think they're hot shit. They just got an airplane to come down here and play us. Are you really going to let these dudes who think that they're better than you come beat you? I, I just I think it's embarrassing. That's a good it, point, Joe. 
Uh, the head coach is Rob, Rob Ambrose. Yeah, I, I met him once. I was. That, that's a really, a really good fan. point. That that that's yeah. something that would fire up a team. Also, yeah, that would that would fire up Towson for sure. Because you're like, oh, okay, they're trying to make a spectacle out of this game. They're trying to embarrass us. Mm-hmm. That it's a good it, team. It's not like it's some bottom feeder. You can't light a fire under other teams. If you right. can avoid doing that, that's what you need to do. You cannot light fires <laughs> under team teams at, at, at any point in football at any level. Don't because it's already a mentally draining sport. You have to be locked in for. Uh, three hours completely locked in if you want to execute at your highest capacity mm-hmm. doesn't mean you can't have fun but like it is it, as soon as that little switch uh flips in your mind and you're like oh you just started something you don't want to be a part of and we saw i mean you experienced that a good amount yeah where it's like like, yeah. like okay yeah let the crowd start talking let somebody let somebody like th- that's what i'm thinking i'm like let somebody do something crazy. Let, let mm-hmm. somebody do something that really gets this team fired up. Because whatever reason, you come out flat, you come out, you, you, the game plan is not ex- executing. It doesn't matter. If, if football players get that weird little inspiration, someone spits on them, someone says the wrong thing, game changes. And that's uh, that, that plane and all the posting, that probably changed some stuff for Towson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't need to go too deep in this, but I, it's just something that was uh, we had to address. We had to address it. I think if we didn't bring it up, how could we not? It, yeah, well, we would have gotten called out by everybody that listens to the show that loves to talk to us on Twitter. Like, oh, uh, coincidence to not talk about them this week. You guys were real <laughs> quiet about that situation, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I would have said, "What situation, uh, Sean? <laughs> what's the next thing that we want to talk about here on the water cooler? Let's be a little bit more positive." Well, Eastern Washington, it's hard to be positive about this, Joe, because they made Idaho look like a high school team. God. They put 71 up on them. I think Idaho scored into the 20s. I couldn't even I couldn't even count after seeing just the dismantling and the, the surgical operation that Eastern Washington mm. said. They said, hey, Idaho, here's your table. Uh, here's your hospital sheet or gown. And then we're going to put you under for about four hours and we're just going to dissect you. That's what they said. They said, okay, give me the scalpel. All right, give me my stethoscope. And then we're going to get the, uh, the the monitor on them, make sure they don't completely die, but we're just going to go put them in the procedure and then we're going to leave them. Uh, they're not going to feel great afterwards. You know, they'll, they'll probably have a recovery about a week long uh, until their next event. It was a surgery that, that Eastern Washington performed on them. It, you just, don't, that doesn't happen. I mean, it, it happens every week. There's, there's crazy scores every week. I know we got one coming up at the end of the water cooler that another 70 point game, but, I know it's just it's a team you don't expect to have seventy dropped off. Yeah, and, and I believe I praised Idaho a couple weeks ago in picking them. I don't mm-hmm. know which game it was. Yeah, they they got their taters fried in in this one, so they what? need to regroup. It's an Idaho potato bit. Oh, oh, is that yo. not allowed? I can't do a potato bit. Oh, what? Why is that? Okay, Idaho fans, am I off base for making a potato joke on the after you got completely <laughs> blasted by Eric? Perry oh, that like was so 70? Joe. That caught me. <laughs> that caught me so off guard. Uh, first, I'm like, <laughs> where is Joe picking up this southern phrase? And then you connected the dot to Idaho, and I have I was literally waiting to so I could. That was a pre-thought comment. Yes, I. You I, had I, that one locked and loaded. I you fried that one up. You have to tell me that you're going to do something like that. No, no. I don't know what to do with the rest of the show. Oh, my God. They got their per, the, their potatoes fried. Okay, I'm going to think up one now for my next one here. Uh, Southern Illinois, the Salukis. Sean, did you hear about this? Uh, they're continuing on their, their, their dominance here. Edging. 
North Dakota, 31 to 28, a game that adds to their resume as they're trying to establish themselves as a edging out. Please. They edged North Dakota in, in, a, in a very good performance. Uh, yeah, close game, uh, closer than I expected it to be. North Dakota showed a lot of fight, uh, but SIU is just a better team, and better teams win really close games, even when they're giving up 28 points, which not incredibly expected. But North Dakota, it's it's good to see a team that has not uh, met preseason expectations still fighting like that midseason. Mm-hmm. Well, Joe, did you hear? Uh, hen is for dinner. Shut up. Delaware continues terrible. to tumble, losing to Stony Brook 34-17 also. Sea wolves known to eat hen uh, in the wild. You just have thrown me off you, so badly during this show here. That. that was terrible. You're usually much more... Uh, Stony Brook won 34-17. I'm gassed on that. Joe is literally... He unplugged fuses in my brain with his potato comment. <laughs> I cannot find exactly. I'm like it's literally buffering. Trying to, it's like I'm writing to a bounce j- back it's, after it's that. Like, it's like I'm writing in JavaScript, and then, and then here comes Python to railroad me. So you were you were capable. You're telling me that you were just capable of of, of making a computer science reference, but you couldn't do a better hen joke. Now, regardless, I believe William and Mary also lost this weekend. Uh, the the CAA is doing what it's notoriously always done, which is completely beat the living crap out of each other before they get to the playoffs. So instead of like some of these other conferences where they send a bunch of one loss teams, they end up beating the absolute piss out of each other and then cause injuries. Uh, it's they, five and they, five across the board. Yeah, they. It's <laughs> JMU, a random team that that won a bunch of close games by field goals, and then five and five, and then some bottom feeder. That's the same thing every single season. every single season. Uh, um, we also have the uh, we got high flying offenses this week. C uh, uh, Law and our our friend Cole Kelly happened to see that. Iwu was blasting people, so they said, you know what? You're going to hang 70. We're going to hang 60 on Houston Baptist, 61 to 24. That offense, I I saw the, I forget what the stat line was, but Cole Kelly is second in the country right now in like multiple passing statistics. And the only reason why he's not first is because Eric Barrier is putting up the most disgusting statistics this season. It's gaudy is what it is. And Cole Kelly is putting him putting together quite the season and mm. uh, one, a one B, but unfortunately one a is about five bullet points above and it, you just can't touch him right now. Wait, then, wouldn't that just be one and two? <laughs> so South Dakota is proving themselves with a big 34, 21 <laughs> win over you and I, I believe I picked you and I to win that one. I think Joe faded uh, me on that. No, I'll try both. Pick me, you and me, I, let me check. Continue. Uh, they just beat, they dominated the hell out of uh, Northern Iowa, which is shocking because it doesn't ever feel like Northern Iowa has a bad team, but offensively it, since we've at least been covering, I did fade you. Wow. I know you did, uh, okay. but since we've been covering this, their offense has never seemed to click fully, which has been disappointing because at times their defense has been super stout in the playoffs versus James, James Madison. They are incredibly stout and their mm-hmm. offensive line is strong and they have great defensive linemen. And you're just like, man, they just need something to click on that offense. And they just have never been able to get that done. And it's just like 
they are they have the bones and they've had the bones to go deep into the playoffs, but they can't mm-hmm. figure the offensive side out. Yeah, and they also are losing a guy who was a really standout freshman in McIlvain. Um, McElwain, I think is how you pronounce it. He's entering the transfer portal. So I think some of that quarterback turmoil is, is hurting them. They have a good roster. They've got some of the best players in the country. It's just it's not playing up to the level that I think that we were hoping. But I mean South Dakota underdog this year. They're they're the North Dakota that we saw in the spring that that's playing right now. South yeah, Dakota is that's is a good analogy, Joe. An underdog played really well against Kansas. They're not up to the to the level of the Jackrabbits, but they're still a a, 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 re, a very underrated program. The Sean fight. Um, the, the the Sean fight. What? They're showing fight. Oh, I thought you said the Sean fight. <laughs> Again, oh, the Sean fight will be taking place on November sixth at uh, in South Dakota uh, between me and Jody Leone. Uh, it's definitely going to happen when I forget to book the rental car. And hey, you got it. My mom, my mom was telling me you got to do that. Like, yeah, very gotta, soon. I'm she said do. you do not. I be booked. F- I booked one last second when I came out to to L.A. when I was hey, looking for apartments. Let's not do this. that. Okay, there's probably more rental cars in Minnesota than there are in Los Angeles. Oh, what kind of statement do you think you're making there, buddy? Knock you really—that's a poor statement to make. Chad's gonna come pick us up. He'll, he'll come pick us Chad's up. Chad's sure gonna drive to to Minneapolis. <laughs> I bet he will. You know <laughs> yes, what? Nicely. I was gonna let Joe have a weapon for the fight. I was gonna go bare knuckle just because I thought that'd be fair. I'm taking a weapon too. Okay, fine. That's what I'm gonna do. My weapon gets to be bigger. Fine. Uh, I'll take a club and you can have whatever you want. We, we happen to have, speaking of getting clubbed over the head, Presbyterian oh. Blue Hose. <laughs> the Presbyterian Blue Hose uh, continue to not be a factor against any team that they play that's not a Division II program. Davidson, 70 points on Presbyterian. We don't even know need to know how many points Presbyterian scored because Doesn't matter. they give up 70. It's really unfortunate because Presbyterian, it, it should be, you know, you know what? No, no. Presbyterian, go ahead. Keep on beating up on D2 schools. I have no sympathy. Yeah. Good for you, Davidson. Coach that people praise that doesn't go for it on, or that goes for it on fourth down. Everybody talks about him, but yeah, guy's not winning football games. Nope. Eh, but I mean, let's see. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take a little bit to build. I think it's, yeah. is, is that his first year at Presbyterian? Uh, I don't know. And frankly, I don't really uh, care because it's Presbyterian. I know we don't have a single Presbyterian fan listener. Well, one will come out of the woodworks, I'm sure. What are you talking about? I've been day one, man. <laughs> Who the hell? <laughs> Whatever. Even if, even if, even if there is Blue a listener, Hose fan underscore just, sixty-eight. We're gonna get destroyed in the subreddit. <laughs> Backslash forty-five. Did um, you hear what these guys said about us? They said they don't care about us. Okay. Uh, Sean, we don't. We do care about Montana Weber State, which was our game of the week. It Montana was played State, on Weber Friday State. night. It was played on Friday night, so I, I got to watch it while I was uh, I was drinking. Um, and I'm it was a, a good. It was a good game. Well, you're the one who does it on the on the the, the video recording. So, um, this game was was one that I think d- you did need <laughs> didn't need a bit of a chaser to watch because it was. It was like a slugfest. They was watching two teams just completely punch each other in the face. And it was it's really tough to evaluate this one, Sean, because it was so close. And I, I felt like Montana was outplaying Weber State to an extent, but they just never 
like had like a big chunk play or like a, a you know some over the top um you know touchdown because they don't really have the capabilities to take the top off of a defense nonetheless Weber State's defense but just some notable stats that come from this one Matthew McKay doesn't even throw for 100 yards 12 for 19 for 76 Afonzi was kind of bottled up 25 for for 81 in this one uh, and then Josh Davis 13 for 53 4.1 yards playing? carry and one touchdown. Yeah, Josh Davis played in this game. Know. Did, did not really played. do much uh, because Montana State's defense, as we know, is absolutely fantastic. The only notable performance comes from Ty McPherson, who five receptions for 95 yards. But this was just a, a complete slugfest. You saw two teams that were just beating the crap out of each other, it felt like. But I, I still saw that why Montana State has the better record is that they're just more equipped to win a close, hard-fought battle like this. It was an ugly game, a boring game, 13-7. to 7, No one would say, I mean, what is it, the first six weeks of this season we've said, uh, oh, look at Joe drinking during the stream. Oh, look at him getting hydrated. Water. Uh, the um, I'm sure. The... <laughs> On, on the, audio only, the audio only listeners, that, that's for them. Uh, but the uh, For the first six weeks, all of the games that we've had is the Eagle games of the week, or, or the recap, whatever we call it, have been fantastic, high scoring, uh, just great games. This was not a great game, but it was a great win for Montana State. It was, a, it was boring. Weber State actually did show a lot more fight than I was expecting them to. I thought, I think I predicted Montana State to win by like, 10 15 uh yeah you probably said something like that but uh i mean if you're a fan of these teams you can go and leave and appreciate that they left it all out there and mm-hmm. it make me because we had a big conversation about it it doesn't make me out on either of these teams even though i was expecting to be out on one of these teams after this week but they seem very very parallel at least at least with this score and i saw a lot of people talking about this before the game that if if Weber loses do they still have a shot at making the playoff and, and the answer is yes because right now they've got multiple losses but I guess they've gotten through the tough stretch of their schedule and yeah. it could be a little bit easier for them they have to finish perfectly for them they to to make the playoff it's going to be an uphill battle but there's a possibility um I do take a lot of stock though mostly for Montana State I'm not getting too low on Weber. I'm going to give them one final chance, even though I've bashed the hell out of them on this podcast. I'm all in on Weber State. Not as a not as a top five team, but as a, a really underrated team that could knock off somebody unexpected early on in the playoffs. I don't see them going on a run, but this is a, a, a top 10 quality FCS team right now. Ooh. Because of, defense, because of their defense, because uh, their defense, their offense. No, no, if they I won't can't go run top ten. I won't okay. go top ten. I can't. I'm wow. not going top ten. For Weber? No, 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 no. Montana State. Oh, oh, okay. Montana State. Sure. Yes. Weber. Maybe top twenty. Maybe twenty five. Yeah, the, they'll probably finish somewhere in that range. That's fine with me. Yeah, I, I, I sorry. I, I thought you were talking about Weber State being top ten. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Same page. All right. Let's get on to some fast stats here, Joe. Okay. I don't, I hate, I resent you. Uh, just read them and then we're going to actually declare who the obvious one was, which this segment should eventually be named after, but go ahead. Oh, are you, do I have your permission to go ahead? Yeah, yeah, you have my permission because I told you ahead of time that we we had one guy who should have only been mentioned and you put down 10. 10 mediocre performances. Oh, I'm sorry for trying to shed the light on the FCS, which is the baseline <laughs> 
platform for this show, is it not? It is. Thank you. Go ahead. Northern Arizona running back uh, Kevin Daniels, 19 rushes, 229 yards, and one touchdown. He will not be the fat stat winner, but that is enough for a mention. Am I right or am I wrong, Joe? It's decent. Northern Arizona quarterback R.J. Martinez, 23 for 29, 417 yards, and five passing touchdowns. That's a good stat line. Pretty good stat line. Thank Not you. Not a Pr- winner, but it's a good stat line. Princeton running back Colin Eady, 15 rushes, 130 yards, four touchdowns. You score four touchdowns, you're probably going to make the list. You're not going to mm. win this week, but you're going to make the list. Additionally, Princeton quarterback Cole Smith, 25 for 27, near 100% completion percentage. Damn. Is that good enough for you, Joe? Damn. Four, 476 yards and four touchdowns. They were playing Brown, though. That one's plump. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a good point. That's tough. EJ Perry did okay. Uh, Fordham quarterback Tim Demorat. Tim Demorat, thirty-six. Uh, twenty-six Democrat. for thirty. Twenty-six for thirty-six. <laughs> keep on plowing along, Sean. Come on, keep on plowing. Three hundred eighteen yards and six passing touchdowns. Fat enough to make the list, but unfortunately, we the yardage, do- the passing yardage, isn't enough for me. But go ahead. I understand that. St. Thomas running back Hope Adebayo, 20 rushes, 182 yards, and four touchdowns. Not bad? Yeah, it's good. That's a good day. How about uh, Southern Univers- Southern University running back uh, Kobe Dillon? 14 Kobe. rushes, 267 yards, uh, three touchdowns. That's a pretty good day. That's that's a fat yak right there. 14 rushes, 267 yards, Joe. That's like 20 yards, yards per carry. Yards, yards per carry, not yak. That's yards after catch. You are a- It's still a lot. You stink on ice, and it's not even entertaining when you said yak instead of YPC. <laughs> Steeler quarterback Cole Kelly uh, gracing his presence on this list. Again, uh, 31 for 38, 396 yards and five touchdowns. I think he had like 40 rushing yards also, but not Pretty enough to day. win this year. Pretty good day, though. And now here is uh, the boys. Here here are the boys. The boys. And there is one boy that has, is just going to... It's he's going to win the whole thing. He's going to get the award this year. It is what it is. But we got a shout out as wide receivers. Uh, Eastern Washington wide receiver Freddie Roberson, nine catches, 192 yards and two touchdowns this past weekend. And Eastern Washington wide receiver Andrew Boston, five catches, 175 yards and one touchdown. And then finally, without further ado, the obvious winner for this week's fat stats, Eastern Washington quarterback Eric Berrier, Mr. Mm. Berrier, you six feet under. Uh, not bad. Apparently, twenty-six for thirty-five, six hundred passing yards. Oh my god! Seven pass touchdowns. Oh my god! And a rush touchdown. Holy crap! And ESPN picked it up. Bleacher Report picked it up. House of Highlights, whoever, all everybody else picked it up. But your boys, I've been talking about it all year. <laughs> Sean, didn't I say after the the Western Illinois game that? Nothing was going to top that performance. Yeah. And he topped it. He topped it. I don't know how he's, but he, he is, topped it. he's willing himself to invites to all the bowls. He is willing himself to it. He'll now there, there might, game guy, there might opinion. be some scouts out there that might question his size. Not going to name any uh, names. Ryan Roberts. <laughs> so, uh, I'm not naming uh, any names. There are, there's some, there might be some uh, scouts out there that would, Question intangibles, what have you. 600 yards is 600 yards. Mm. And they weren't playing some loser D2 team. They weren't playing Dixie State. Welcome to the FCS. We're happy to have you. But they weren't playing Dixie State. They were playing Idaho. 
as a good team. And he tortured them. He you, 600 yards is what we gained in like three games our sophomore year combined. That Maybe is that. absurd. Yeah, the, that has to be the most disturbing stat line. And you know what? At this point, there's a chance that he probably tops that one as well. And I'm not what, leaving what? it off the table. Are you taking a bet that he won't? No. I'm uh, staying away I, from I, that. I would not. I'm, I'm staying, staying away I'm, from I'm that. staying away. Staying away. Go ahead. I am going to keep DMing Barrier, who follows me, until he responds and I can get him on the show because I would like to talk to him about these. Disturb- I need to ask I, him if his arm hurts. I don't, hurts at this I don't point. know how we can. I don't know if we can have him. We might. We're not fanboys, but we have such an immense respect yeah. for. Uh, we, we have it. At least I have an immense respect for players who can go out and put on a performance and shed such a positive light on the FCS. It's a fantastic game. Obvious fat stat winner this week. I also just wanted to to throw out there, um, Aaron Best, their head coach, and Ian Schumacher are going to get hired somewhere. Like the the Houston Baptist bit where uh, we saw a number of the coaching members of the coaching staff move on to Western Kentucky, that is probably going to happen in this circumstance. Uh, This is just the beginning of it. I'm sorry, EWU fans. A group of five team is going to hire your entire coaching staff. It is going to happen. Um. All right, Sean. Well, that's a great way to end fat stats. Uh, oh, yeah. Time to, time to wrap things up here with uh, certified FCS Hack of the Week, our new favorite segment where we take outlandish things that were said on the interwebs, the Twitter sphere. When we call for them, sometimes we don't call for them and people say some pretty stupid stuff. So we're going to be talking about that on today's show. So first, uh, honorable mention for me, I did a radio spot on Rob Dibble's show on... What? Thursday, no, Wednesday. I did it on Wednesday. Good and they, they called me on to, to do talk about a couple things. Yeah, it's like the third time I've gone on. Uh, what? Not the season. I, I, I'd done it a couple times in the past, but they, they brought me on. Because when they did that? Me, you know, I, told I was you the about first it. one on here that was on with Dibble. Where's my comeback with Dibble? I like I Dibble. Know, I don't know why they keep asking me. Uh, they don't like you, apparently. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I did a great show. Uh, you know, we're going to talk after the show. Okay, we'll talk after the show. But, you know, they asked me a lot of good questions. We, we talked a little bit of Trey Lance and, and, and that stuff. But they called McCreary, me. They, get at me. They, they, they brought me on mostly to talk about uh, the Sacred Heart Central Connecticut State game, which I didn't think had, like, a ton to it just because, like, the, the game was lower stakes than it typically is. But they mostly wanted to talk about the UConn-Yale game. Mm-hmm. And I very emphatically said that Yale was going to beat the crap out of UConn. And that they agreed with me on the show. They said that that is probably going to happen. And UConn beat Yale. So mm-hmm. I get an honorable mention for Hack of the Week because I was a jackass on, on live radio and I said that that was going to happen. I didn't know where you're going with that. No, but, just uh, mentioning it. You know what? Good. You're, you're being a very good sport about that. Okay. Right. Good, good, good job, Joe. Okay. So we've got... Uh, are we, is Swanson our winner? Did we declare Swanson? We got to. We'll go through them and then we'll pick a winner together. Okay, just, just okay. we got to hear them all. So, I, I, I got to hear them all fresh. We've got three here. So I had this one sent in to me by a Mister. Uh, it was sent in by Kyler, and this tweet is from a, a Mister. Kyler Swanson Neal, by H- the way. Yes, not Kyler Murray. <laughs> a Joshua A. Swanson whose bio reads husband and dad, competitor, lawyer, small business owner, columnist, and radio host, FFA, one-time constitutional law professor in Fargo, home of the bison. Uh, I don't know who this guy is. 
Um, frankly, I don't care, but we got this, this tweet from him in response to something that Sam Herter said. It was like a two part tweet, but the second part was what was sent to us that, that Kyler, I think was a bit uh, upset about, uh, the tweet reads just for fun. Ewu beat Western Illinois, uh, who's one in three in the Missouri Valley football conference play 62 to 56 this year. Ewu would lose to North Dakota state, South Dakota state and Southern Illinois. They'd split with USD and Missouri State, the Eagles would be four and four if they played in the Missouri Valley Football Conference and not the Big Sky. And this is brought up into the conversation. I just don't know how you can say that so defiantly when this team, Eastern Washington, is scoring 70 points a game. They have the capability to play close in, I think, any of those games. I don't think that that it's a guaranteed win, North Dakota State, South Dakota State, Southern Illinois, all three of those, and that they would split against South Dakota and Missouri State. I, I, I strongly disagree. At the very least, there's two losses in there. I don't I don't understand how you can say so defiantly that Eastern Washington is that, that bad. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to think of Fargo lines to, to go after Joshua A. Swanson. That's a foolish take uh, from an insecure Bison fan because he's <laughs> not he's seeing... Eastern Washington just rising to the top, becoming the cream of the crop with the best player in the FCS. So, Mr. Swanson, I I don't know. That's it's so it's it's more delusional than hack. It's aggressive. Yeah, I don't know if I want to uh, if I even want to pick that one because it's just like I just strongly disagree. This one I think also fits more. also we've never said Eastern Washington has a a. a, a a world stomping defense, have we? No, no, stink. Uh, so this Stay one, I think, Dakota. I think this this fits more in line with uh, with what we usually pick. So Dustin Helton, who has been a very active listener lately, um, in response to the the hiking conversation oh, on last week's show, Dustin Helton said, "Hey, at Joe DeLeon, I'm a bit confused. How at Sanderson Radio didn't know you were in hiking." Weren't you the long snapper? Wasn't hiking part of your job? Dustin, what do we... Dustin, first of all, I hate hate when people use the word hiking to describe snapping the ball. It's not the same thing. It's 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 a, like a old winner winner. <laughs> it's an antiquated you don't even, term. Joe, you don't even need to explain it. Winner. Dustin, I, congratulations. I, wait, wait. The joke is ahead, so bad. It, it's so bad. It's not bad because you're every FCS listener that we have has been nice. So I can't just trash somebody, but it's so hack. It's so hack. And it comes from a genuinely good place. You win this week though. I hope you keep listening. I hope you keep supporting. The joke was so uh, what Joe, what, what it's undescribably. It's just horrendously. It's the worst pun that anyone. It's the us. worst pun. And Dustin, I challenge you to do it's, worse next week. I yes. challenge you to do worse, please. It's, do worse. it's we're gonna do it. Eric Berrier, Dustin Helton bit. It's to see if they can outdo themselves. God. Uh, oh, Sean, winner. The well, okay. I think that there is some competition here. Oh, you think so? We're 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 closing in on forty minutes on the show. I know. So I was going back and forth with Colin about the Patriots playing. Shocker. And he was commenting on my post. Uh, and, and I said to Colin on Twitter, I know you would carry everyone's pads just to get on that plane. For those that don't know Colin Sutrick, his handle is New England Fan 12. He's a Patriots fan. 
He's he, was one of the, he was one of the first 12 to have that handle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and from the days that he's listened to get to the point, we know that he's a, a Patriots fan. So he comes chiming in saying, survey says no. And I said, cap to him. Colin responds with what, what is just, what is the worst bit on, on Twitter? And I, I hate this. I hate this. Colin says, it's just a plane. I've ridden a plane before, Joe. I said, Colin, it's the Patriots plane. His response is, it's just a plane. The players are all human. Nothing to idolize. I you know never what? understood Winner. people's need Winner. to idolize another human being. What? Colin Sutrick winner. It's like the Sigma male grind set response of like, like, well, I'm a man. Why would I idolize another man? Like, what, hey, we, what is this bit? Dustin Helton, thank your lucky stars that Colin Sutrick decided to be super weird talking about it. humans are on the plane. <laughs> Dustin Helton, official, not hack of the week. Colin Sutrick, congratulations. The response is just unnecessary. What is that? Joe, what does it mean? The the cargo is just humans. What are we taking <laughs> Aztec treasure? Would that make it like, better? Yeah, I the, the thing for me is it's it's the Patriots plane. It's a nice souped out plane with a ton of space. I would be excited to sit on that plane. I just don't what the Colin. They're eating rib, they're eating tri-tip steak on that thing. Uh you could sit in the same seat that Tom Brady sat in. You oh Colin, you are just infuriating. Oh, it, it's not like it's a, a, a it's like the trans what plane in your mind and I want a response would be indicative of, of a plane that is worthy of praise that you would say oh that's pretty cool what is it a, a plane carrying Armani suits I bet he a, a gold plane Drake <laughs> Force One what are you looking for in a plane I bet, he, I bet he'd be excited to get on like one of those UPS planes that, <laughs> that ships cargo I don't know what he's looking a, a, a B-52 A-17 what are you looking Air for Air Force One I don't know <laughs> oh Dustin congratulations you you, uh, you escaped oh god and let it be known the best listener that we have Colin Sutrick sent that in. Our best listener. Wait, wait, wait. I, I'm surprised it took him this long. Three weeks into into the segment, Dude. it took him three weeks to, to to win that one. What does that even mean? I don't know. I'm I'm worried for I'm worried for Colin. Colin. Oh my god. Colin, we're here for you if you need to talk. <laughs> All right. They. Flight, uh, uh, freaking hairless Jody Leon meet flightless Colin Sutrick. I guess he's not <laughs> impressed with the idea that we've been able to make man fly. It's one of those people that gets mad when the Wi-Fi goes out what of the place. But <laughs> we're living in a freaky non-reality. If Colin Sutrick is sitting here telling us that's not cool. Alright. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, folks. Hit subscribe. <laughs> I do an air show. Is that what you're looking for? See pilots hot dogging? Tell your kids you love them. <laughs> Let's wrap this thing up. Go watch some tape. <laughs> bye, bye everyone, Colin. We're I don't know, man. <laughs>